Streaming live from the DT Studios on Talk Radio 1. This is Daily Turismo Radio. Powered by EuropeanMotorWorks.com. Here's your hosts, Editor-in-Chief of Daily Turismo, Vince Barbary, Chris Florin and Ashley DeLuca. Hello, motorheads. Rev up your engines and get ready for another fabulous episode of the Daily Turismo Radio Show. Broadcasting live on TalkRadio1.com from Absolution Brewing in Torrance, California. The crowd is wild and rowdy here. And <laughs> that was them. <laughs> Producer Ben, uh, we've been doing the show for almost a year now. Yes. And I what episode is this? Uh, we are on episode 42. All right, 42 on our first remote show. So we got a lot of things to talk about. We're going to get some people, random people from the audience to play some games. Randos. Random. We're going to talk um, <laughs> to a founder of a brewery. And, um, but before I get too far ahead of myself, let me introduce some of the other drunks in the bar with me. Sitting next to me is Seaflow, who drove here today in a paddy wagon. You, what up? What up? Um, <laughs> uh, co-host Ashley isn't here. She's on her way back from Mexico. I think she got stuck in jail. Um, and finally, wearing pants for the first time in a year is producer Ben, because we're in public. And joining us um, is the king of the Torrance brewing scene, a man who has wow. driven over 100 Volkswagen buses, wow. uh, owned over 100 Volkswagen buses, uh, drives a 100-mile daily commute, in Southern California's crowded freeways and is the co-founder of Absolution Brewing, one of the fastest growing craft breweries in the Los Angeles area. He's Steve Ferguson. Steve, how you doing? Hey, this is really bitching. This is really bitching. <laughs> Talk uncomfortably close to the microphone yeah, so we can the, hear you. Get right up in there. All get right, right up in there. How's that? That's good. Um, so first I got to ask you is what are you drinking? I'm drinking Fallen Archangel. Fallen Archangel. That's and a double IPA. It's 10.5%. Uh, um, it's definitely a panty peeler. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best advertisement for a beer I've heard in a long time. Um, so tell our listeners a little bit about Absolution and the brewery, not the sacrament. Uh, what is Absolution? <laughs> Absolution is, uh, we're not a Me Too brewery. We do our own thing. We really don't care about what everybody else is doing. We just like to make good beer that everybody can drink, no matter what the alcohol is. That's... Excellent. Beer for the people. Beer for the people. Beer for the people. Absolutely. Quality beer for the people. Absolutely. Yeah. Nice. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, so <laughs> what, what goes into uh, a, a simple beer? You know, your pale ale. What, what, I know there's hops, malt, barley, but give us a little more details. I think there's water in there. Uninitiated. Too. I think there's some water. <laughs> Maybe. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, you know what, uh, what? What makes, I think, our beer very unique is the barley. The barley is really a key component in absolution because we use Maris Otter. You guys know what that is? No. Okay. So I won't even pretend to know what that is. So I saw one at the San Diego Zoo once. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. Holy shit. <laughs> You're okay. We're, we're okay, not subject to yeah. FCC. <laughs> yeah. I was turning red. <laughs> that's oh, right. man. I, I felt the sweat dripping off. <laughs> it's, the, it's probably the beer. But so what is Maris Otter? Uh, Maris Otter is a barley from the UK. It's considered the Rolls Royce of barley. Wow. And what it does is it creates a beer. Let's say if we were using two-row, which is the most common barley used today, this beer would be much more bitter. Okay. But because of the Maris Otter, it's ultra smooth. So guess what? A lot of women don't like IPAs. I sell this beer to a lot of women. And that's why we call it the PP. 
So it doesn't have it doesn't have that uh, that bitter <laughs> that bite right, to exactly. uh, the normal IPA. So you're saying that comes from barley? That absolutely. Okay. Barley. The barley is like almost because this is a super hoppy beer. Right. Yep. But the barley is almost masking it. Okay. It's balancing exactly. the hoppiness. Exactly. And that's what really Absolution is all about. It's about balanced beers. I mean, how many beers have you guys had out there that you go, wow, that thing's bitter. Yeah, it seemed yeah, like a, quite the, a few. the whole craft brewing industry yeah. had gotten to this competition of like who could make the mo- more bitter beer. It's ridiculous. And no one wants that, yeah. It's ridiculous. And that's why, going back to originally, why we're not a Me Too brewery. Right. You know, right. sometimes I'm criticized about it. Oh, your IPAs aren't bitter. You know, What's as wrong you with beat them? your chest. <laughs> as right. you beat your chest. Yeah. Well, you guys, you also don't have a giant neck beard. You know, to be <laughs> yeah, in the craft brewing, you got some know. really I got this little thing. Yeah, but... <laughs> But um, no, it's 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 balance, and the ironic thing is, people are coming back to balance. Mm. They're getting sick of drinking something and not being able to taste anything for the next twenty-four hours. <laughs> with so much aftertaste and uh, just blowing your yeah, tongue you away. That. Yeah, yeah. With uncontrollable IBUs. Yeah, I had the uh, drunkwise drunken. What is it? The drunkalvisen. Drunkalvisen. Well, which you could become Dunkelweiss, which was fantastic. It was, dark, I've never had yeah. a Hefeweizen and that was dark. Right. That's quite a... Well, what we do is um, we're very proud of our Hefeweizen Purgatory. Mm-hmm. That's the name of our wheat beers, basically our series of wheat beers. Um, but the Hefe, the Hefe is a Southern Bavarian style Hefe. And okay. that's where Hefe's origin are. In the 16th century... Brewers were making hefts for the hierarchy. The common guy didn't get a heft. Yeah. It was for yeah. the elite. But these beers were super popular really about 15 years ago um, when people started taking notice of unique beers, specifically down in San Diego, where really craft exploded yep. and where I'm from. Um, but in Germany, Hefts are made in the late, or I should, excuse me, early spring through mid-October. Then they go away, and the dunkel replaces it. Is that, uh-huh. is that related to the onset of Oktoberfest? That, that, I'm, that that's changeover uh, from you know, I don't uh, know that. No? That's something I should know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come back. We'll come back to that next time. We'll look that up in the internet I got to go look Google. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> So, uh, so good Hefeweizen and uh, BMWs all come from the, the uh, Bavarian region of Germany. Absolutely. I did not know that. Absolutely. Right. So. I, and I grew up as a BMW brat. Nice. No. All right. Well, we are going to talk about cars. Yes. Yeah. It's an important topic to get to. Um, what, uh, so you guys do, you sell kegs. You obviously have a tap here. Um, and you do some bottling. Yeah, we just got into bottling uh, last October for the first time. With uh, Angel's Demise, our IPA, and Cardinal Sin, our Red Ale. Okay. Those are two of our workhorses, so mm-hmm. to speak. Uh, we're rolling out three more six-packs right now. Uh, one is a American Brown Ale called Padre Bravo or the Crazy Monk. Um, the other is Convert, which is a California Common. And the reason why we call it Convert is it's a conversion. It's a pale ale that uses lager yeast. Okay. Um, so traditionally you would use a specific type of yeast for a pail and then a different type for a lager, and now exactly. you're crossing exactly. it up. Exactly, hmm. okay. crossing it up. All right. And you know, the, the, the dynamic is people go, what the, 
what the heck is a California common? And I'll say, well, have you ever had an Ankerstein? Yes. The first craft uh, beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. San Francisco in the 70s? Is that when they exactly, started? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. And there's no such thing as a steam ale. Yeah. Right. It's a California common. Okay. So, so it's in that style. Exactly. It's that style. It's, it's unique. It's a full body beer. It does really well. And then our penance, pale ale. And I call it penance because I'm a Catholic. And what do we not want to get when we go to confession? Penance. A whole bunch of penance, yeah. <laughs> not well, 14 can, ounces of it. You can tell that I don't care for pale ales. <laughs> and that's why we call it penance. Okay. So then some of these you, you bottle. And I, I got to ask... Um, when I'm drinking your, if I buy a bottle of your beer and I drink it at home, um, I shouldn't just swill it out of a, the bottle like it's Corona, right? Do I need a, a particular glass? Is there like a, is there a protocol? It's definitely a protocol. You want a, a, a rinsed glass. You want to make sure there's no soap in it. You know, a little bit of soap residue, and guess what? You got a flat beer. Really? Number one, and that's why, even when we're washing the glasses, and I think we're one of the few small breweries that has a actual glass washer mm. oh, okay. um, where you turn the glass upside down and it sprays exactly and exactly yeah. because okay. we're anal retentive <laughs> and then of course it sanitizes it and then again we're rinsing it out with fresh water just to be sure so you're saying the surfactant quality of the soap is what kills the head absolutely. of the beer absolutely okay. guaranteed you'll be wow, a science lesson over yeah. here <laughs> <It's> like, uh, <laughs> man and I, I, I remember being in science wondering what was I going to use, use this for? Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, you're, you're, you're doing chemistry here every day, right? Absolutely. Yeah. This is and great. I was failing back then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's some art to it as well, I'm sure. And luck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> All right. So that's enough about beer for now. Uh, let's talk a little bit about cars. Um, first off, when did you know that you were a car guy? Well, uh, I grew up in the car business. Uh, my family... Had a Volkswagen dealer. Okay. Had uh, two BMW dealers. I'm an ex-Chevy dealer. Oh. Uh, myself. Okay. Um, I love cars. I've been. A, I I started detailing cars before I was 14. Uh, became a lot boy. Worked my way up through the parts department, service department, into sales, and became my own dealer. Wow. I love the I love the car business, but I don't miss it. <laughs> the beer business is better. Yeah, way better. Okay. <laughs> but you're, you're glad you don't own a Volkswagen dealer right now. Uh, yeah. Thank God. <laughs> now, if you could if you could get a synchro dealership going, that oh, would be interesting, right? Ooh, if you could find them. Yeah, that's yeah. a little scary. Yeah. So, and then what got you into Volkswagen buses and vans? You know what? It's um, I'll never forget my first bus. It was a 1979 Westphalia bus, Very similar nice. to the one that you rented yeah. to go to Death Valley. We were talking about before the show, yep. I okay. love that van. And we used to take it to Mexico and go surfing. You know, I remember my dad saying to me, gosh, this is a nice van. And he, my, my parents didn't buy me cars. I bought my own cars. I earned them. But getting in that thing and going... This thing smells like a brewery. <laughs> <laughs> because it's different back then. Was it the horsehair the, <laughs> and yeah. the upholstery? Yeah, it's just really cool and all the spills the smell. Beer. Yeah. <laughs> all the emissions that, that come back in through the rear window while yeah, you're driving. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's just it's part that of that. fine mixture. Yeah. It's crazy. And I'll okay. tell you what. It was, um, I want to say, in 2003, 
I was driving in San Diego and I saw this guy driving this VW bus, a West Folia, just like the one I had had. And I got a bug up my fanny <laughs> and started looking. And I restored my first one. It came out beautiful. And then the next thing I knew it, somebody at church was saying, hey, would you sell me that? And, and I really didn't want to sell it. And the one you restored, what, what year, which? It which was a 79 bus. That, that okay. first one wow. that you West bought. West Okay. Right. Yeah. And Tommy Bahama curtains. I mean, it's just, it was beautiful. Um, and I got a lot of money for it. And I'm like, hmm, maybe I should do another one. Interesting, yeah. And so I just found myself. The, I love driving them. And li- literally, you guys know it. If you know Volkswagens, it's like the happiest people on earth are behind the wheel of a Volkswagen. The most unhappy are the people behind it. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> I think that's because the drivers usually are, they've used their little green cards and they've you know, they got their prescriptions. And that's Absolutely. Yeah, they're good to go. Absolutely. They're very happy. Yes. Yeah. yeah, totally cool. <laughs> but the, I think it was just fixing them up. Mm-hmm. The, whole, the whole thought of transforming an eyesore into a jewel. Yeah. And then enjoying it for a couple months. And then finding the right home for it. And then starting all over again, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. So how many buses have you done now? I stopped counting at 100. Wow. Wow. Are and you, are you active like, on the Samba forums? I'm very active on okay. the Samba. <laughs> um, and I want to say I probably hit 100 about four years ago. Okay. So, so this, is a, this is like a hobby for you outside of the brewing business? Then. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. Wow. But I have very little time for it. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, with the, uh, the brewer, this brewery being loc- located in Torrance and your home in Coronado, it's like, that's quite a commute. It's a, <laughs> yeah, I don't drive VW vans from that commute. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a TDI would be a good choice for that. Yeah, a TDI, yeah. that would be pretty sick. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, a question on a personal level, how do you manage that many restorations in the, the scope of a restoring an entire car while you have a full-time yeah. now, job and a long commute. Now, be careful, Chris, because your yeah. wife is here. Yeah, I know. She's, <laughs> and, and, and she's going to hear well, this. So we, but, we have <laughs> a few cars that need to be restored, so I, if there's a trick to it, I want to know. Half so. the cars in Torrance you see on the street look abandoned. Those are Chris's. Because yeah. this guy's got more cars than anybody. Spider webs growing down. Really? So. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't found your house yet. Yeah. <laughs> Keep looking. You're fine. And literally, that's how I find half the vans. Yeah. Okay. I kid you not. I'll be selling beer. I mean, I'll give you an example. About a year and a half ago, I was in Belmont Shore. I'm driving down this street I'd never been on, trying to turn around. Okay. You know how this tough it is to get down Long Beach down area? Yeah, Long yeah. Beach. Yeah. And I see this Karat, a 90 Karat, sitting in a garage. And I kid you, I'm like, I, I found the fastest, the closest parking spot I could, knocked on the guy's door. I said, hey, can I look at your van? They let me pull it out of the garage. A 1990 Burgundy Karat with 40,000 miles. And this is the Vanagon, but it's the high the trim hard level, top, right? Yeah, the high trim level. The luxury with one. With the rear-facing seats and the table. Yeah, yeah, Ooh. okay. And I love that van. I love that van. And, of course, I lowballed them. Of course. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I had you cash on me. You have to try, right? Yeah. And he's all, come on, Steve. And he's showing me the service records and all this stuff. And I ended up stepping way up for it. Gave him, gave him six grand cash. I said, I'll be back in three days. Yeah. He says, you want a receipt? I said, BW people are the nicest people in the world. 
I showed up back three days later with four more thousand. I took it down to San Diego. I lowered it, put AMG wheels on it. Oh, nice. You know, tinted the windows. The thing looks sick. But I ended up selling it for $20,000. Oh, not yeah, that's and guess where it is? It's in Long Beach. <laughs> <laughs> Went right back to where it came <laughs> yeah, from. Yeah, where right? it came from, which cool. is really cool. Yeah. And I'm still friends with the people that bought it. Awesome. So, so is, really is cool. that considered a suburban barn find right there? <laughs> you know? Suburban yeah, garage that's find. That's pretty cool. Exactly, yeah. Garage <laughs> find. I don't, know, I don't know what that is. <laughs> There's a, a lot of Suburban carport yeah. find. Yeah, carport <laughs> find, yes. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, I love them. I, and so I, when I see them, if I like it, I'm going to try and buy it. Makes sense to me. Well, I that's love them. <laughs> nice. Words that's to live by. Yeah. <laughs> so we got we got a, another question for you. How do you know the DT Radio Show sponsor, George Rodriguez from European Motors? And by the way, the word sponsor, I use that in a very vague <laughs> term. Not you know normally like a, a sponsor, you have this like Derogatory advertiser, way. content general relationship. <laughs> I use it sponsor more like you'd use an AA, where there's a person yeah. who kind of will vouch right. for you and help you out occasionally. <laughs> that's George like, for us. Uh, these How guys, do you know? Yeah. yeah, these guys are okay. How do you know George? George is awesome. Um, I, I, I met George because he's uh, very community-oriented, mm. and he was doing an event, and we had donated the beer to this event. So George was selling the beer. And George came this in guy. to pick it Here up. Here he comes. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> we just hit it off. We just hit it off, and we just started drinking beer. I imagine the Volkswagen connection came yeah, out pretty totally. quick. Yeah, totally. It was, yeah. like, so cool. Yeah. And, wow. of course, when he was here, at the time, we had a bunch of Volkswagen vans out here. Okay. And he's like, who is this idiot? <laughs> <laughs> Who's this guy? We're going to have to clean up the whole street with all this oil that's leaking on the ground. Yeah. Well, that's how you know there's oil still in the engine. It's leaking out. <laughs> it's not leaking, then you have a problem. It's okay. You could just blame it on the refinery. It's, it's a little oil on the ground. It's not a big deal. George is great. I mean, George and uh, his, uh, his partner, uh, Javier, yep. super nice guys. I mean, and their wives, they come in here all the time. They we just became friends. They've got a great machine shop, too. I mean, I, I went in there a couple of weeks ago and checked it out, and it's like if you need anything machine, he can figure oh it out. Oh, my gosh. You know yeah. how much business they do, those guys do? I can I mean, see a lot of parts. They're doing, up. like, That's containers every month yeah, yeah. to Mexico and all over the world. Yeah, the air-cooled no, But, but we're talking, we're, we're talking about there, car yeah. business here, not, like, just the containers to Mexico. Not, not just yeah, the yeah, yeah. <laughs> engines. We, we engines. try not to talk about George's containers to Mexico. Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you should see what's in them when coming back. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what you got to be concerned about. I, I'm sure customs would like to see what's so, in them coming back. <laughs> so here... He Who's knows somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, George's got someone for everybody. George knows that. So, Steve, kind of a, an off-the-wall question here. If, if you hit the Megabucks lottery tomorrow, if, if you won the Powerball or whatever, uh, what three cars are you going to buy when you wow. strike it rich, so to speak? And like, like think like of, un- like, you know. Unlimited budget. Wow. Yeah. And, like, you know, one to drive every day, one to put in your garage, one to take the car on the weekends. Wow. That's a, um, I, I know exactly what I would get. Okay. Um, I would get a 1971 tin top Westphalia. Mm. I just sold mine, and I really regret it. I owned <laughs> it for eight years. Okay. I didn't want to sell it, but so that's not a pop top. It's just the regular steel top. Regular steel top with the full camping interior. Okay. And I mean, I was just a guy knocked on my door and offered me too much for it. I had to sell it. He my made you an offer was, you couldn't my refuse. My wife was mad. <laughs> Usually she's mad when I buy them. She it's was really mad when I sold that one. You're not um, allowed to have I would buy a... You know what I'd buy? 
I buy a new two and M series two. Oh, M two. Oh, yeah, that's nice. That thing's sick. Yeah. Um, I haven't driven one of those yet, but that's on the list. And I think I'd want to buy a seventy two nine eleven S. Very nice. The long nose. Okay. So all German. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Oh, German. One Volkswagen, one BMW, one Porsche. I can, we yeah. can get behind that, I think. Yeah, yeah no, no, yeah. no complaints. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, my garage. Yep. Love those cars. And you know, that was the funny thing, too. In high school, I used to fix up ni- old 911s. Yeah. Yeah, no, what high school kid could do that today, right? Nobody. I mean, yeah, well, you know, that was kind of... couldn't afford it, right? My dad always told me, he says, I'm, we're in the car business, but you're n- I'm not going to get you a car, and you're not getting a demo, like all my other friends. <laughs> And um, <laughs> he, there was a big teacher strike in Los Angeles. And uh, they have a BMW store up in the valley. And this teacher came in and sold this 2002. Was that the Bob Smith BMW? Uh, Center, Center BMW, oh, okay. yeah. And uh, bought this 2002 for 700 bucks. Now, remember, you got to put things in perspective. A new 2002 back then, a 76, well, this would have been in... 77 it would have been about 2800 bucks okay so he goes i don't know i don't care what you do with this car but when you sell it i want my money back and i fixed it up yeah and i got 2300 bucks for it (laughs) and he freaked he couldn't believe it he couldn't believe it and what did i do went and bought another one yeah yeah do it again yeah oh and i kid you not by my senior year i was driving a 911 that I'd work my way so up. So you're trading up, Flipping right? cars, yeah. yeah. Very nice. <laughs> no. <laughs> like a, born, a born salesman, yeah. something. Born uh, car restorer. I love cars. I love they should cars. have a show about you, not those guys in Texas or whatever. They should get you just to follow you around with cameras. <laughs> I wish I could remember all the cars I've done, but I can't. Too much. Uh, too many too good much, ones yeah. out there, right? Yeah. yeah. Too much beer. <laughs> <laughs> no such thing. No such thing. No. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. So I think, Producer Ben, we're going to take a break in a little bit. Is that that's right? correct. Whenever you want. He's looking at you. that. I mean, um, but I, mean, I want we're, we're live, so it's... Yeah, we're live. We can go, but I want to ask you... Do a, what you want. I want to ask you a serious question now. Okay? okay. This is serious. All right? So... Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> and, and again, this combines brewing and cars. What vehicle would you recommend for someone if they wanted to start a microbrewery out of a car, truck, or SUV? Like brewing it inside yeah, the car. Yeah, brewing in the car. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I would say a high top Volkswagen bus. <laughs> and there's a surprise. There's, right. Yeah, I was. I, I just like like <laughs> tell that was gonna come. Um, there's enough so, space. Okay, okay. Yeah. That, sorry, that was a really bad. The question. high top. The so high top's not a pop top. It's the one it's with the, the one with the big bubble. The permanent, the ugly one. Permanent one. tall. Yeah. Roof. Ugly yeah. one. Yeah. So okay, so that was that was a bad serious question. So my real serious question is, um. What advice would you give to someone who wants to be in the craft brewing industry today? If someone wanted to, to do it. And again, I know you don't need any more competition, but just sort of a hypothetical young person who wanted to do this. What would you tell them? Be careful what you wish for. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? Um, no, you know what? The bottom line for me is uh, a rising tide floats all boats. So we like helping small brewers. We do it every day. Um, Business plan number one, and I mean, you want to talk to every brewer you could ever talk to that will give you the time. Yeah. Because everybody forgets something, and 
have enough capital. Get some investors if you yeah, have to. Yeah, we, right? were, we were very fortunate. We came in with, we didn't have any investors, but it was really tight. It was St really tight. So start buying those Volkswagen Bannigans now yeah. and flipping them Buy up. Whatever we should have started 20 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and literally, I, I'll tell you, honestly, the vans helped me. Start yeah. the brewery. Uh, start the brewery. Yeah. Yeah. I really, because we, uh, my partner and I, we're the only ones not on payroll. And that's three years now. We haven't taken a check yet. So you be prepared. I hear these new startups going, well, we're going to do this and we're going to put ourselves on payroll in six months. I'm all, really? <laughs> and you want to grow? Yeah. Forget it. You got to put the money back into your you business, gotta right? You got to put it back. Yep. You got to roll it back. You got to keep rolling it back. You know, so you got to take a back seat and you want to, you want employees. We have a lot of employees. We have a big payroll. Our payroll has doubled to what it was last year. Wow. You know, and, but it's good because we're growing. That means you're growing, right? That means exactly. your revenue is going. That means your business is moving. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You can start so, doing more things. and. So you have to be, yeah. so if you have a great full-time job already, don't quit. <laughs> you're going you're to need the salary, right? Tell that to Vince about yeah. a year ago. Yeah. There you go. And <laughs> give up your life. And I wouldn't do it. I think the most important lesson would be my children are grown. I wouldn't do it if you're a young family. Because my advice is there's nothing more important than family life. And this business will take you away from your family. Yeah. 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 Any serious business is going to do that to you. Right. Yeah. Anytime. I imagine that's true for flipping cars as well, right? Do whatever, yeah. whatever you're going to put your heart and soul into. Yeah. No. Okay. That's why I got into this business Sage was advice. to get away from my family. <laughs> <laughs> Man, can I get well, in? Then they show <laughs> up at the brewery. What's up with that? <laughs> that's why they're here. Where so were you guys I, ten I, years ago? <laughs> <laughs> I, I got a question about the uh, Absolution. How many places are carrying Absolution these days? We are uh, um, in distribution. Uh, this is ironic. We actually have beer in El Centro. Wow. All the way to San Jose. So nope. across the whole state almost. Across the yeah. whole state minus Three quarters of the state. San Francisco, Sacramento, and Mammoth. Yeah, hmm. okay. Just about everywhere else. And we're spread thin, but we have a different business model than most breweries. So you got to look to find it, but you can find it in a lot of places. Is what yeah. kind of what I'm getting from that. Okay. We we seek key accounts. We don't necessarily seek the small account. We we seek big accounts that buy a lot of beer. Good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Right. To grow. The reasonable. small accounts yeah. will come later. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a good business model. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the, the opposite. Yeah, that's you know seek that. the big accounts. That's what we, you want to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we do we do that in the radio show. We try to get big listeners, like, yeah. like big guys, like actually. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's how we got George. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, that doesn't work. Yeah. Big listener, big listener. <laughs> All right, so uh, we are going to take a break. You're going to hear a word from our sponsors, uh, and when we get back, we're going to play some games. Awesome. Can we talk to George about building a road soccer? Yes. That was fun. Was I okay then? I was sweating a little bit. been listening to daily turismo radio you can follow the show on facebook at facebook forward slash daily turismo and on twitter at daily turismo use the hashtag dt radio
You're listening to Daily Turismo Radio. and break out your credit card. Time for another Blue Glove Tool Review. This week's tool is a Craftsman 311-piece mechanics tool set. This should be a part of every man's garage. It's a starter set. It's what you start with. You know, you don't go out and buy a specialty tools, your ratcheting wrenches or your uh, RoboGlip. You buy, you start off with a 311-piece mechanics tool set. You get that, and then you can move on to, to other tools. And this is a basic, it's all, it's got enough wrenches, it's got sockets, it's got three different sized, uh, quarter inch, half inch, and three eighths. And it is a good basic set. I like the Craftsman. It's inexpensive. It's $230 on Amazon.com. And you can get it from uh, Deli Turismo. If you head over to Deli Turismo and look up the Blue Glove Tool Review, you'll go to our um, affiliate link and you can buy it. And Deli Turismo, Deli Turismo will get a few bucks if you buy it. But uh, it's the basic set that you're going to start your gearhead garage and you start working on your own cars. And it's something that, like, producer Ben would ever buy because he pays someone else to work on his cars because he's not a real man. But if you're a real man, you're going to buy this 311-piece mechanics tool set. And then we're going to go ahead and just go buy it. Don't worry about it. We're not going to tell your wife about it. Hello, Daily Turismo listeners. Now that the British country, otherwise known as the United Kingdom, has left the European Union, we would like to announce that European Motor Works, sponsor of Daily Turismo Radio, is no longer known as European Motor Works. They are now British Motor Works. And no longer will they be servicing Volkswagen engines. They will be working on Jaguar engines, Land Rover, Aston Martin, Mini. All these good British brands. If you need any hard parts or machining services, engineering as we call it, if you need a specialist to make you a bespoke assembly, pop round to European, I mean British Motor Works on Prairie Avenue in Hawthorne, California. Call it, ring him up at 1-800-722-8678, toll free. In the US. If you're in jolly old Britain, however, there might be a small charge. That's European Motorworks, or visit EuropeanMotorworks.com. And God save the Queen. And also tell him DT Radio sent you.
Bill Caswell from Build Race Party. You're listening to Daily Turismo Radio. Welcome back to the Daily Turismo Radio Show. We are still live here at Absolution Brewing in Torrance, California. Our esteemed guest was Steve uh, Ferguson. Ferguson, who is the biggest Volkswagen nut I've ever met in my life. <laughs> I want to thank him for joining us for a few minutes here on the show. Uh, but now we're going to do a little segment we like to call Get Off My Driveway. This is where we rant about things that we That's don't like. That's right. Yeah, we c- we're going to complain. We're going to complain about things. Because everyone loves a complain. Because... <laughs> That's entertaining. I don't know. Well, so, you, but, okay, hold on a minute. Be- yeah. Before we start complaining, uh, how was your weekend? My, what did you do last weekend? The last weekend? Last weekend. What did yeah, you do? It was good. I went to the uh, Circuit of the Americas in Austin, Texas for the uh, World Endurance Championship race and the IMSA race there. That's the huh. Le Mans cars racing in Texas. Like prototype cars, sports cars. Prototype sports cars like the Ford GTs, Ooh. Ferraris, the Porsche LMP1 cars, all the uh, fancy Audis and Bunch Toyotas of diesels and, and stuff. Only Audi diesel. Okay. Yeah, they're the only ones. But, but everyone else doesn't, the Peugeot uh, doesn't run their diesel anymore? No, okay. no. Hmm. Uh, but I rented a 2016 Camaro Ooh. in Texas and there are some nice driving roads in the back country of Austin. And even the V6 Camaro now, the, which is not the base model anymore. Now they have a two-liter uh, four-cylinder yeah, base model yeah, Camaro. But the V6 is like the middle Camaro now. And it's 320 horsepower, and that thing moves out. And it's smaller. And it's more compact. You just picked it up like a Jiffy Rental or whatever. You, the uh, cheap place, National. Right? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Wow. And, uh, you know, there was one of them there. Right. I said, hey, can we get that one? And it's like $15 more per day to get that one. So, okay. Sure. Uh, but I was really impressed with that car. And I'd say put that on your list in about three or four years when they've depreciated. Yeah, and you could probably get yeah. them with a six-speed or five-speed. Yeah, right? this this one had an eight-speed. Yeah, automatic. God forbid you actually buy a decent car, so it's you know. No, the, it'll be nice. The 2016 Camaro is, is a good car. It's good. it's, yeah. uh, it's eight-speed automatic with p- flappy paddles, and that thing it would like if but you started. You won't buy it till it depreciates. Yes, if you started <laughs> if you started driving aggressively, it would like it would like play along with you. It would start downshifting sna- more snappily, and it would start backfiring a little bit, and it would oh. like. It kind of like woke it up a little bit. It was it was fun. Yeah. You leave some rubber in the roads there in Texas. You have to turn the traction control off. Yeah, can, all the way off. Yeah, and then there was some dust on the roads, so I did a little bit of drifting. I so. had a rental car, I had the rental base V6 Mustang, it, which is also 300 horse. Yeah. And I rented a, that, and it's a decent car I took it out of the airport, and the first you know chance I got, I I laid into the throttle. Yep. And the thing short shifted on me. Yeah. And I had the foot down, so I had to put it I in sport grab, mode, probably. No, no? I, I grabbed the shifter and I brought it down a gear. You know, it's an automatic, and I, I made it. Was it a column shift? I did the, the thing column, column shift. I'm driving the Roadmaster. Oh, yeah. But it was, it was apparently an uh, oil temperature where if the, the, oh. the engine oil temperature is not it up. It wasn't warm enough yet. It'll, okay. it'll, unless you pull the, the gear shifter well, down and then good. you can force it into the higher RPMs. It's bad for a rental car, but good if you actually own it. Correct, yes. Yeah, it's good if you actually own it. So, anyway. Anyway. I was at the Coronado Speed Festival myself last weekend. Oh. We talked about in the last show, Big it's stud. a uh, vintage race. You can see all kinds of everything from cars from the, uh, the 20s to the, you know, the late 70s Up racing to like track. Trans Am race cars. Trans Am race cars. Adam Carolla was out there with his... Um, Looking at Datsun, right? Dots, yeah, Datsun it's, um, Bob Sharp, Datsun 610. Very nice. And uh, it's just a great place to hear a bunch of cars drive around on a track. And, if you, you know, you're in this Navy base, so it's really cool. Yeah, North um, Island. Navy yep. base. Yep, so big flat runway, right? He has like ospreys flying around and helicopters flying around, and you're like watching the bird this. osprey, like <laughs> literally <laughs> trying to. Eat no, you the V22 osprey. Oh, okay. that, that, right. But it was a, uh, it was a good, it was a, it was a fun time. I, we, I enjoyed that. Good family, family event. I took my kid, 
I almost took producer there's, Ben, but that didn't work out. There's a write-up on dailyturismo.com, if I'm not mistaken. There is, yes, yeah. And you know what? There's also last weekend. Last weekend was a big motorsports weekend because was, uh, yeah. Johnny wrote up the um, uh, the Global Rally Claros. Yeah, the one up in Washington. The one in Washington. Yeah. And then in two weeks, there's one in Long Beach. San Pedro. Or is it Long Beach now? Well, they call it the Port of Los Angeles. Yeah, San Pedro, actually. Okay. Yeah. Right. I didn't know if that was Long Beach. But yeah, if you're in the greater LA area, go check out Rallycross in two weeks. It's yeah, uh, that's a good, that's a good event, right? It's spectacular. It's a small, you know, arena. It's not like a a, ra- a stage rally where you see the cars fly by and then you that's wait it. five minutes and another car flies by. Like you know, you can see them actually racing and smashing yeah. into each other. That's that. Oh, yeah. my mic is falling down. There we go. That's gonna okay. be fun. Uh, all right, so anyway. we were supposed to be complaining. We, we were. What were we complaining? Yeah, what were we complaining about? Uh, you can go first. Get off my driveway. All right. So uh, this is where we complain about things that we like to complain about. So my one I'm going to bring up is GM is bringing the 2017 Buick Envision to the U.S. market. Okay. Okay. And it's this hideous crossover built in China. Built in. That's supposed Buick to. built in China. Buick. For, so it's built, designed and built for the, for the Chinese market. Yeah. And now they're bringing it to the U.S. And they're supposed to compete with like the Audi Q5. Okay. And it's like, really? A Chinese market Buick for 40 large in the U.S.? It's like. Yeah, I'm sure the lines will wrap around the building. Yeah, like Apple's giving away some free iPhone or something. Now is, is this the first Chinese-built car for sale in the U.S. by a major manufacturer? It that would be a good piece of trivia. Because I don't know of any other ones right now. Yep. Yeah, and it's and it was funny. Uh, Buick talks about how they oh they design it for the Chinese market and all this other stuff, but you're like you know that's not selling it here. It's, yeah, it's, it's a different just, market, right? It's a different market, and then people want you know 40 large. Um, and, well, you know, the, the perception I, of things built in China being cheap, right? Correct. Yeah. And they want a bunch of money for it. And it looks a lot like a Ford Escape and, okay. you know, or a RAV4, which are like, you know, $20,000, $25,000 cars. Um, and honestly, you know, uh, the only line you're going to see is the line of creditors lining up at GMA headquarters in Detroit wondering why the Buick division is hemorrhaging cash like a panda bear that's been gored by a rhino. Okay? <laughs> this car is not going to sell. It's going to be just a disaster. <laughs> you can't bring a Chinese car into the U.S. and say, oh, look at that, it's a Buick. Yeah, so give, it's give an experiment. Give me grand for it. Um, yes, so um, they might sell a few because the average age of the person who stumbles in like Hillary Clinton with pneumonia to a Buick dealer <laughs> has moderate stage dementia and pretty much will sign anything. So that's the reason why you might, they might sell a few. So. Okay. That, right. That's my, that's my okay. get off the driveway. Okay, for my get off my driveway today, I'm going to complain about Cars and motorcycles with overly loud exhaust systems. What is up with that? Overly loud. Like, too loud. It's like, we get There's it. There's no such thing. We get it. You're a badass, but we don't need you to shout at us every time you go by. I mean, now, there, there are times when a loud car can be funny, like when you're in high school <laughs> or when your $800 Craigslist hoopty has a right. rusty muffler that falls off in the middle of the street. Yeah, that's funny. But to drive around all day long in a car that just blasts noise into the, into the world, it's, it's just rude. It's frankly. mostly motorcycles, right? Yeah, and it's, it's some cars. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I'd say Harley guys more than anyone else with the straight now, pipes. Your M5 uh, isn't exactly what I would call a quiet car, but it's not a is quiet it loud car, under but throttle, but kind of quiet at idle. Yeah, uh, it's not offensively loud. I'm talking about like, I like a you know throaty sound, mm-hmm. a, a good you know performance exhaust, great, something that sounds unique, a Ferrari V8 or whatever, awesome, but. The, the sheer volume of just, uh, you know, a, a Chevy Tahoe with Flowmasters. Like, oh, yeah. no, just stop. It's just socially irresponsible. We need to all be a little bit more classy with our exhaust choices in this country. Right. That's, I, get off my driveway. 
I like that. I like that. <laughs> did you, did you just say classy with my with your exhaust choices? That's what I said. Or actually, I said uh, uh, we need to uh, clean up the sound waves by properly attenuating auditory emissions. Okay, excellent. Okay, perfect. <laughs> All right, that was a good. You know, oh, I like a good right, rant wait, session. Wait, 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 wait. What's I going on? I a good on rant here? session. So, so hold on, hold on. Coming hold on, on the show now, we got George Rodriguez from European Motorworks. European uh, Motorworks. He's uh <laughs> he's been drinking a bunch of beer, so we got them all lubed up, ready to go. Uh, George, how you doing? Pretty good. How you doing, Vince? Speak really close to the mic. Get in there. Just I gotta get, get in, in here. Okay. Get in there. Yeah, there we go. Can you hear me better right. now? Yeah, That's yeah. much better. All right. Um, so, George, what's uh what's new? What's with the European Motorworks? What are you guys doing? What are we doing? Uh, let's see. We're doing a bunch of cranks right now. Uh, oh, hey, we're a family show. <laughs> uh, he didn't say cranky anchors. I didn't. Oh, yeah. come on. Come my on. bad. <laughs> I like the new, t- the new T-shirts. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I'll they have to good. put these on the website. And, uh, yeah. It's got the flat four Volkswagen engine. There you go. Cross section on there. That's very nice. Yes. Cross section. Yeah. Um, all right. So we're going to play a little game with you. Right, because we like to play games on this. On this, uh, we're gonna is that make, a drinking game? We're gonna make you dance. You can drink. <laughs> we, we can drink. Okay. We can so drink. If I get it wrong, I gotta take a swig. Gotta right? get up yes. and dance okay. around, there and we're gonna judge you on. What, yep. You know. yep. <laughs> so, um, this game is called Defend Your Car. Oh, oh. boy. Okay. So, what Three it is is that hosts enter. One host leaves. In a world not far away, man can only survive by proving he has the knowledge of the car. Three hosts will enter, only one will leave. For the first time in human history, Daily Turismo Radio presents Defend Your Car. All right, so producer Ben has got a stack of cards over there that have various um, competitions on there. Now, we also sometimes have stacks of cards. So, Producer Ben, are we doing stacks of cards or the cards we drove today to get here? You are doing the car you drove uh, to get here and right. defend your car. So, so you George. Are, so, so, George, what did you get a ride here? Uh, I, I Ubered, man, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so an Uber is your car. Uh, my, uh, What's your daily driver, George? I came with my wife's 4Runner. Okay. I thought that was a Mitsubishi. No, it's um. a Toyota 4Runner. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Vince, what, what did you drive, Vince? I drove a 1994 Buick Roadmaster. Ah, yes. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Yeah, very it's good. a wagon, LT1. It's good yeah. stuff. He's going to defend this really well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just the back seat. Yeah, this is, this is going to go well for Vince. It's going to be good. And I, yes. I drove a 2015 Volvo V60 cross country oh. with a five-cylinder engine, which Dances is also a station wagon. We're all driving wagons. There That's right. That's good. In a way. Yeah. In a way. In a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a way. All right, Producer okay. Ben, what's our, what's our uh, competition category? The very first competition category today is flipping, buying, and selling. Ooh. All right, George, defend your car. Defend why, your car. Why, why is your why car is your the car best car for flipping? For flipping, for buying and selling. Oh, mine has better value. I mean, uh, re- resale value. So I think mine would be better flipper. That Toyota the brand name Toyota value. brand name, you know, yeah. especially a 4Runner. Okay. That's good. All right, Vince. Um, I didn't pay anything for my car. <laughs> Well, that's a good argument right there. Yeah, but you, <laughs> I'm but just you, saying. But you're not yeah, going to get anything like, for it either. That is 100% profit. Yeah. No, it's, it's infinity well, percent it's profit. infinity percent. Right. Yeah, yeah but, yes. but is it really profit if he doesn't get anything for it? It'll be profit. I'll get something for it. That's what a few large. You have to yeah. pay somebody yeah. to take that thing off your hand. Are you kidding hand. me? No, that thing's mint. Have you seen it? The AC works. Finally. 
the, the, the chrome's all there. It's got all the trim. The LT1 V8 works great. <laughs> the Just the back door will sell the damn thing, man. You know, it's like a tailgating yep. wagon. Doesn't, it, doesn't yep. it go both ways? It goes both yeah, oh, ways. Right. Vince does. goes yes. both ways, too. Yes. Yes. Whoa. Whoa. Hey, he'll sell the car quickly that way. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Long Beach. All right. I, I, I don't really have any uh, defense for my car because it's too new. I, you couldn't flip one, and you would lose money. So. I fully okay. recognize that. All right, so, <laughs> so I'm actually going to give the win to George. Yeah. What? I think George wins that one, too. Yeah, I think George wins that one, too. Uh, All right, the, the, the next focus. one is <laughs> the, the race of gentlemen's sand drags. Do you know what this is, George? I have no clue. So a bunch of like hipsters get together once a year, and they do this. They call the race of gentlemen, and it's they get in these, like, 19 Pre, teens. Pre-war. Cars, yeah, cars, hot rods, and they, be, they do a race on the like the beach, like okay. right on the sandy part yeah. of the hard packed sand part of the beach, not the soft like, sand. The like hard the old Daytona beach right. races, okay. kind of. Yeah. They get the girls in the outfits with the dropping the flags and yeah. There's like no, good times. there's no, there's no tree with the oh. lights. It's just, a, it's just a flag. It's a girl, yeah. kind of like girl salt with flats flag. or something like that. Yes, yeah. sort of, but yeah, yeah, yeah on right. the beach, yeah. But, but a eighth mile drag, maybe. Uh, yeah, it's pretty short. It's pretty short. Hundred feet drag, maybe. Where do they do these at? Is it is it in Florida? I think it might be in Florida. It's or or it's it's on the East Coast somewhere. There's some in Atlantic City. Yeah. Atlantic okay. City. There you go. Uh, so. so there you go. Okay. So, so why is your why is so your four hundred? Hold on, hold on, hold on, no, 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 no. Vince, you're going first on this oh, one. I got to hear okay. this. Oh, the Roadmaster. Oh, the Roadmaster. A mighty yeah, drag Yeah. Okay. You can, you can stop. Two sixty horse. You can stop. It's got big V8. Lots of weight in the back. It'll hook up in the sand and it'll just go. You can stop. It, it'll float away, actually. Uh, you know, you actually be all right. You, you could take it into the you ocean. Could use it as a nautical uh, yeah, vessel. Yeah, exactly. Yes. All right, all right. Sea flow. Go ahead. Um, all-wheel drive, and traction control, and 250 horsepower. I think I'd get off the line pretty boost well. Too, right? it's and boosted. boost, yeah. 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 All right, George. Yeah, I think I'd have to put some paddle tires on mine. <laughs> <laughs> and it's only two-wheel drive, so uh, I don't have a four-wheel drive. So. And plus your wife uh, will be driving. Yeah, plus that. You know, I, I think I lose this one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You all right, Seaflow. Right. Seaflow gets that one. All right. Thank you. All right, all right. Volvo wins. <laughs> as always, as always. <laughs> yes. All right. I don't want to give you that one. Seaflow will win that one. I don't <laughs> want him to win. So we're stacking the deck now. Yes. <laughs> Yes. All right. Your, your next category. Yeah, give one to Vinny so it's a three-way tie. You yeah. know. <laughs> Driving every day to work for ten years. Oh wow. All right, Seaflow, go ahead. Um, your car is not ten years old. You it's can not ten years old yet, but no, it's no, no, very comfortable. No, no. I, so I wouldn't mind driving it for ten years. You, okay, that's fine. You're done. Go ahead, George. <laughs> well, mine's a 2003, so it's well over ten years and only has 50,000 miles on it. So I would go another 20 years probably since Toyota can go about 200,000 miles, you know. Fair That's enough. good. That's okay. good. All right, Vince. You know, the, the Mighty Mighty Buick comes from an era <laughs> when <laughs> cars were simpler, right? It's OBD1. It's not even OBD2 for the diagnostics, okay, which means that fixing and maintaining it and keeping I, it on I the road know is what that means. really no, simple. I do know what it means. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it's got a big V8. It's comfortable. You can fit it's based on 700 people with you. 57 Chevy based chassis. On 57. It actually is right? a body-on-frame vehicle, yeah. which is probably somewhere based on 57 there's Chevy chassis. There's probably some part that's in common with that's the 57 Chevy. Some bolts, some frame-to-body <laughs> bolts. Or yeah. Something. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I think the Roadmaster would make a good um, daily commuter just It'll turn on. It'll drive. It's a good fine. apocalyptic vehicle. Right? Yeah. Just keep, yeah. It, keep going. It looks good. It's, yeah. it's very streamlined aerodynamic. I averaged, I drove to San Diego and back, and on that trip, I averaged 20 miles per gallon. Oh, it's not bad. Yeah, nobody believes you. You told me that before, and I still don't believe you. No, I get 10 miles per gallon in the city no, you and don't. 20 on the you highway. Don't. It's great. No, you don't Automatic V8. Automatic V8. Yeah. I was going 80 miles an hour, in, no traffic hey, the whole Vince, time. That's pretty hey, good. Hey, Vince, guess what? 
You still lose. George, you win. <laughs> this game is rigged. So <laughs> this game is rigged. Oh, you noticed. Huh? <laughs> it's the worst I, game I ever. I think the producer don't like you. I Mr. Producer, so. Mr. Producer, can you help him out? Do, do, do I'm going to re- you know renegotiate like his contract. Yeah. <laughs> I like people with talent, George. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I hope this is being recorded. Yeah. Like, I really, I hope this is actually being recorded. Yeah. Like, actually okay. functioning. Actually, the look on Ben's uh, face there was priceless. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, wait. Are we recording? Are we supposed to record this? Yeah. We have no backup. We're we're going without a net here, so. Oh. Well. I, actually, I don't dangerous. even know if we're live, so. Wow. I'm okay. I just see one in four chance. Numbers turning over, and I'm good. Numbers, <laughs> levels. I'm good. Yeah, numbers, levels, graphs. lights. You have some graphs going. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I got lights. I got little. Yeah, I got a bunch of knobs. I'm, All right. I'm good. What's next, Vince? I. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna take a mid break. We're gonna, we're gonna take, take a, a little break. break. Yeah, a little and break. When Thanks, we get George. back. We're going to play some more games. Yeah, we're going to yell at some people in the yeah, audience We're going to yell at some people in the audience. We're going to give away some T-shirts, right? Yes, we're going to give away T-shirts. Yep. All right. Excellent. Absolutely. All right. All right. Thanks, George. <laughs> Listening to Daily Turismo Radio. You can follow the show on Facebook at Facebook forward slash Daily Turismo and on Twitter at Daily Turismo. Use the hashtag DT Radio.